Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this preseason instant reaction edition of the Locked on Titans podcast is presented by the Locked on Ultimate Season Preview 2021. The Locked On Podcast Network is partnering up with Odyssey and their NFL experts to go team by team and division by division through the NFL to get you ready for the upcoming season. The ultimate season preview is going to begin on Monday, August the 30th and run through September the 8th. Again, every team, every division. Make sure you check out Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast, and make sure to tune in starting on Monday. But I want to come to you guys with an instant reaction video here following the Titans' 27-24 to preseason loss against the Chicago Bears. But we're going to do things just a little bit differently. I'm going to go position by position and give you my overall takeaways Every single step of the way after the preseason has now been completed to get you guys ready for cut down day coming up on Tuesday where we will finally see the Titans 53-man roster. So an instant reaction to the Titans' final preseason game and a roster review on this special edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That's right, Titans fans. The preseason is finally over, and the regular season is almost here. What I want to do on this instant reaction pod for you guys is give you my final thoughts on every single position now that the preseason is in fact over. The Titans took their first loss of the preseason against the Bears 27-24, but of course those results, those scores do not matter now. What does matter now is, though, that roster cuts are coming by 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday. The Titans will have to cut down to their final 53. So my final preseason thoughts on who I think gave themselves the best chance to make the roster going position by position. Before we get into that, do want to remind you guys, I'm going to be putting out daily, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Make sure that you never miss an episode of the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world by subscribing to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. Also, subscribe to the Locked On Titans YouTube page and make sure you smash that notification bell so you always know when my videos go live. Remember, the Locked On Titans podcast is on every platform and it's always Free. So let's dive right in. We are going to start on the offensive side of the ball. And the biggest headline coming out of Saturday night's game against the Bears was probably the backup quarterback competition seems to be over. Logan Woodside played better than Matt Barkley on Saturday night, although both guys had terrible interceptions in the game. I wouldn't say that it was a major win for Woodside in any way, but here's the reality. He played a little bit better than Matt Barkley in this game. 
He's familiar with the system. The Titans organization is invested in the development of Logan Woodside and on the field. He has a little bit more mobility because he's a younger player than Matt Barkley. All of those things considered, it does look like Logan Woodside will win that competition. Now, of course, I know that I am not a big Woodside guy. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to be making a $100 donation to Taylor Lewan's uh, Food Drive Foundation uh, with a little competition with uh, Justin M. over at Broadway Sports. We did put $100 on who the backup quarterback would ultimately be. Now, I'm a good sport, guys. I want what's best for the Titans. If Woodside is the best choice, then great. Go with Woodside. But I think the real takeaway here at quarterback is, regardless of who the Titans pick, Neither of those guys are a very good backup, and the Titans will still have one of the worst backup quarterback situations in the league. So, yeah, I was wrong, and Logan Woodside is going to be the backup. He was better than Matt Barkley, but I don't think that that's what's best for the Titans either way. So, moving forward at running back, I think Makai Sargent really did give himself a good chance to make this team. Although he didn't have the best statistical output, on Saturday night, he's been the most explosive Titans runner throughout preseason. He looked more explosive and more elusive on the night on Saturday than Brian Hill, who also got a ton of carries. Now, Jeremy McNichols, like Logan Woodside, is a guy this organization has put a lot of investment into. So I wouldn't be shocked to see Jeremy McNichols get this final third running back spot. But for my money, I'd like to see Makai Sargent get it. And one thing that I think makes it possible for that to happen is Kari Blossom game took some snaps at running back tonight. He caught an awesome screen pass from Matt Barkley on a third and long and converted it to a first down in a big gain. If Kari Blossom game gives the Titans an extra guy who they can count on in pass protection, which is what Jeremy McNichols has really been relied on, then the Titans have that pass protection specialist in Kari Blossom game, and then they can keep a pure runner like Makai Sargent around. So hopefully the drill sergeant will find a way on the roster. I think he deserves it. He did get hurt in the game, but I don't think uh, the Titans have to worry about that when they're putting together the roster at this point because Jeremy McNichols has been hurt a lot of the time throughout this year. He's been on the COVID list, all kinds of things. So uh, I don't think that should factor in it. Wide receiver Marcus Johnson did get hurt in this game. That could make things a little more complicated. Cam Batson was very good in this game. Again, cut, catching a touchdown pass from Logan Woodside. Those guys seem to have chemistry. But hear me out on this. I think the Titans should consider trading Cam Batson. He has NFL experience. He has punt return experience that could be valuable to another team in the way of not wanting to try to get him off waivers if the Titans cut him. But I think the Titans could trade Cam Batson for a seventh-round conditional draft pick. If uh, Cam Batson makes the team he's traded to, the Titans get a seventh-rounder. If he doesn't, they don't. I think that's the, the best way to go because there's too much talent at wide receiver, and the Titans simply cannot keep them all. I think Nick Westbrook-Akina makes this team. I think Des Fitzpatrick makes this team. Just so much invested in the fourth-round pick, traded three picks up to get him. I don't think the Titans bail out so early. Racy McMath, we're going to talk about him later. He did go on the COVID list. I think that gives the Titans... Uh, a, an opportunity there to, to have their cake and eat it too on the roster. I'll explain that at the end of the show, though. Uh, Mason Kinsey, going to be tough for him to make the, the squad. He's a good story, but maybe practice squad, but I got a feeling he's going to get scooped up by somebody else. I don't see him making the roster. One other thing that I want to say here about Cam Batson is Amani Hooker took the second punt return of the game, and I think that's a sign that Cam Batson 
uh, and Mason Kinsey are are not going to get themselves a roster spot on this team because Chester Rogers is going to be that full-time punt returner, and the Titans need to look for who the backup punt returner is going to be when they actually cut down to 53. So that's my read on that. On the offensive line, we'll quickly go through here. Guys, I think David Questenberry is starting at right tackle on day one. Kendall Lamb played tonight, and so didn't Ty Sambrillo. They were the second team right tackle and left tackle with Lamb at right tackle and Sambrillo at left tackle. I think Questenberry starts at right tackle at this point. Lamb's been hurt. Sambrillo's been hurt. And Questenberry's been the starting right tackle the entire time. Also worth noting that Taylor Lewan and Roger Saffold started in this game. So in my opinion, three-fifths of the Titans' starting offensive line was out there at the beginning of the game tonight. Also just want to mention that Dylan Radens, Chandon Herring, and Cole Bonwart on the second-team offensive line on the right side I thought they were great tonight. They opened up a ton of holes. I know Chandon Herring's probably not going to make the roster. Cole Bonwart with Aaron Brewer coming back, probably not going to make it either. But if the Titans could find a way to get those guys on the practice squad, I think that would be a great move. Them also worth noting that current backup starting or backup center, he's been starting throughout the preseason, has been Daniel Murner. I haven't been impressed. He did get injured tonight. I'm hoping that with Aaron Brewer coming back off the NFI and getting healthy, that Daniel Murner probably won't make this roster. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. I don't want to see anybody lose their job, but I just don't think he's bringing a lot to the table. But we are going to talk about the defensive side of the ball next. My final preseason thoughts following the Titans' third preseason game of the year. Before we get into the defense, do want to remind you guys that the safest and easiest way to bet on all the football action this fall is at betonline.ag. You get all the updated odds, props, and contests. And speaking of contests, two awesome contests for you at the beginning of the NFL year. They have the biggest online half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Both of those are open now at betonline.ag. Also. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. If you make a bet on the opening NFL game of the year between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys and you lose that bet, if you lose, they will refund you up to $25. All you got to do is use promo code NFL100. But that's not the only promo code I got for you. Use promo code Locked On when you sign up. And when you make your first deposit, you'll get a 100% Welcome bonus. They're giving you free money at betonline.ag. Make sure you take advantage. Once again, that's promo code locked on for a 100% welcome bonus from football to basketball to boxing, even your favorite casino games. Make sure you head over to betonline.ag today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Titans fans, let's get defensive. Before we go over my final preseason thoughts on the defensive side of the ball, I do want to remind you guys, check me out on social media, at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. You aren't going to want to miss the film breakdowns that I do throughout the regular season. Also, check out the Facebook page, at Locked On Titans Pod as well. Let's dive into the defense. And Number one, John Robinson was in the booth on Saturday night with the Titans media guys who were covering the game, and he mentioned Two positions that have some incredible competition. It's going to be difficult to cut down. He mentioned wide receiver, which we all know and we've all talked about. But he also mentioned the interior defensive line. And I think that that's going to be a tough call 
for a totally different reason entirely. The wide receiver position, the Titans have too many good receivers and they can't keep them all. At the interior defensive line spot, they don't have enough guys. Uh, of course, you got the three starters, Tart, Autry, Simmons. You got Larell Murchison as a primary backup for Jeffrey Simmons, but Kyle Pecco was the best nose tackle of the bunch, and he's on IR. The Titans had Anthony Rush in there. He went on COVID. Now he came off COVID, but did he have enough practice time to, to, to make a way to get on this roster? Do the Titans feel comfortable with that? Another guy is Woodrow Hamilton, and does he just win by default at this point? Trevin Colley on IR. Kyle Pecco on IR. Anthony Rush, like I said, missed a bunch of time with the COVID list. So I guess it's Woodrow Hamilton who's going to get that fifth interior defensive lineman spot to be a backup nose tackle, but I wouldn't feel very confident about that if I was the Titans because he kind of just won by default. I would keep an eye out on the Titans picking up a player off waivers who was cut by another team that has more depth along the defensive line, that would be what I would be on the lookout for because I simply don't trust or believe in anybody past Lorel Murchison. And the Titans need at least one more guy, a backup nose tackle, to fill the spot behind behind Tyre Tart because I do believe that Rashad Weaver, at outside linebacker, can fill in for Danico Autry as that defensive end in the Titans' multiple front uh, on the defensive line. So that's how I'm seeing that right now, Woodrow Hamilton. But I think the Titans will get someone off waivers to fill that fifth interior defensive lineman spot. Uh, at inside linebacker, I'm just not a big fan of any of the options. Nick DeZubnar is currently on COVID. He wasn't awesome last year, but at least the Titans know what they're going to get with Nick DeZubnar. Guy plays pretty solid on special teams. Not going to help you as a linebacker. Outside of that, Justin March-Lillard on COVID. Uh, you also have Jan Johnson, who I wasn't incredibly impressed with throughout the preseason. couple big hits on Saturday night, but overall, I don't think he's going to help you in the way that, that you need for that fifth interior linebacker spot. We know it's going to be Evans, Jayon, David Long, and Monty Rice. So that fifth inside linebacker needs to be a special teams dynamo. And we know Nick DeZubnar can at least give the Titans quality special teams. So that's another spot where I think the Titans could potentially look outside the organization, look to pick up somebody on waivers to fill that spot if they're uncomfortable with DeZubnar coming off the COVID list, or Jan Johnson, who I just don't think was was worthy of a roster spot based on the play in the preseason. So something to watch there. Moving forward. We have to talk about the outside linebacker group, and I mentioned that I think the Titans are going to keep six outside linebackers, and maybe because of that, they only keep four inside linebackers, and they don't care about that fifth inside linebacker who's just a special teams player because that spot could be filled by Ola Daney. Ola Daney had another sack on Saturday night. When the Titans signed Ola Daney, they knew that he was a special teams beast. But he's flashed as an edge rusher quite a bit in this preseason. So you get that dual value from Ola Adani. That's great news for the Titans in the rotation on the defensive line, especially on the outsides at edge. The Titans are going to keep Harold Landry, Bud Dupree, Derek Roberson, John Simon, Rashad Weaver, and then Ola Adani. And maybe 10 linebackers total is enough for them, and they're not going to want to hold 11. But I know the Titans like their inside linebackers for special teams reasons, so I would kind of be shocked if they went with 10 linebackers instead of 11. But moving forward into the secondary, Elijah Molden is your starting slot cornerback. I had faith all along. Really, really the reality here is my faith in Elijah to be the starter in the slot comes from my lack of faith of Chris Jackson 
the undrafted or the seventh round rookie from 2020 to, to fill that spot. I just don't believe in Chris Jackson. I don't think that he's an NFL player right now. He's a practice squad quality player. So Elijah Molden looking great. And I do want to mention about Elijah Molden. He's out there telling other players where to go, where to be. And all the reports are he's been doing that in practice too. The IQ, the football instincts, all the things we talked about pre-draft with Elijah Molden, all the things we talked about post-draft with Elijah Molden, they're real. There's a reason. And it's crazy that he fell to pick 100, but the Titans will surely benefit from that and be happy to do so. So Elijah Molden continues to impress. Also want to mention Caleb Farley just needs some more physicality. Wasn't very impressed with his physical nature out there. Now I know he's kind of getting back in the swing of things. Missed 2020, uh, the back injury. I, I don't expect him to come along strong. I know he's not uh, recovering from you know an ACL or anything that'll keep him out for multiple games at the beginning of the year. But we got to think about this like a Jeffrey Simmons situation and allow this guy to kind of get up the speed because he's certainly not there right now. But finally, at the safety position, been a tough spot for the Titans throughout the entire preseason and training camp. Saw so many injuries. Brady Breeze, Matthias Farley, Dane Crookshank. I mean, the hits just kept coming with Tedrick Thompson as well. The Titans tried to sign guys, and they ended up getting hurt. Well, two guys that got signed recently are three guys. Uh, McDougal, Clayton Gaithers, Jamal Carter. Just no. Just, just no. No. They're not good enough. Matthias Farley played in the game. I thought that was very important for him. I had high hopes that Farley could be that third safety for the Titans, but I'll be honest with you guys. My read on the safety position is probably the worst of any position on the team. I know the Titans are keeping Hooker and Byard, but what the heck are they going to do outside of that? Matthias Farley, like I mentioned, has barely played. All the other guys that they have at safety just aren't that good. Dane Crookshake, you cannot count on Dane Crookshake. It, it, maybe it's his fault, maybe it's not. The guy cannot stay healthy, and your best ability is availability. And Dane Crookshake is never available. The Titans have to be getting frustrated with that, and at some point, they're going to have to cut bait. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was now, but this is another position where the Titans may look to pick somebody up off waivers after they're cut because I'm just not a big fan of any of the safeties outside of the Titans starters with Hooker and Byard. So be on the lookout for waiver claims there as well. And speaking of those waiver claims... We are going to cover all of that stuff on Tuesday's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. This podcast is coming out on Sunday, but this will serve as the Monday podcast. have some personal things I have to attend to on Sunday, so this will be your Monday podcast. And on Tuesday, we will be back to talk about any roster cuts. I'll be back to talk about any waiver claims the Titans make as they get ready to cut down to 53 and get their actual roster together. So I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday to do that. But we have more Titans news to talk about. That's the preseason thoughts. That's the game thoughts. We do have to update you guys on the COVID-19 outbreak for the Titans. Saw three new people added to that COVID list on Sunday or on Saturday. So I'll break down who those were and, and also give you some positive news on the COVID front as well. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you about the best tasting protein bars ever from our friends over at BuiltBar.com. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They got 12 delicious flavors to choose from. The bars aren't just delicious. They're healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, 
high fiber. Make sure that you head to built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order at builtbar.com. Once again, that's LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Also want to tell you guys about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving online customers for over 20 years. RockAuto.com's catalogs, really easy to use, really easy to navigate. You can see all the different brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices are always remarkably low at RockAuto.com. One thing I didn't know is at chain auto parts stores, they can actually give you different prices, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or a professional mechanic. Never going to have that problem at rockauto.com. Plus, the chain auto parts store might not even have the part that you need, and they got to order it delivery anyways from their warehouse. So cut out the middleman. Go to rockauto.com today. See all the parts they have for your car or truck, and when you place your order, make sure that you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Let's wrap up this instant reaction and preseason recap by giving you guys all the latest news on the COVID front with the Titans. I know it's not the best news to talk about, but must keep you up to date nonetheless. And on Saturday, we saw the Titans add three new names to the COVID list organizationally. Only one player, though. So there's that. But two coaches. First, the player that was added was wide receiver Racy McMath. And let me just say how, in a strange way, this could be a roster advantage? Feels very weird saying that. But if you're on the COVID-19 list, you don't count towards the roster. So what the Titans can do is, this might actually help them at quarterback as well, if Ryan Tannehill is still on the list. What the Titans can do is, they put their 53-man roster together without Racy McMath, which is what I would suspect that they would do if he was healthy. They want him on the practice squad, not on the roster. But since he's on the COVID list, you don't technically have to cut him. You don't have to waive him. So while every team in the NFL on Monday and Tuesday are cutting players and putting players on the waiver wire, there's a good chance that all of these NFL teams will have burned up their waiver claim or put together their practice squad and their 53-man roster by the time Racy McMath comes off the COVID list. And then the Titans instantly cut Racy McMath once he comes off the COVID list. But because all these other teams have already put together their roster, there's nobody to steal him. And then the Titans can sign him back to their practice squad. So in a weird way, it could help. Same thing with the quarterback situation. The Titans are going to keep Logan Woodside. But if Ryan Tannehill is on the COVID list, he doesn't count towards the roster. They can keep Matt Barkley. And technically, their two quarterbacks are Matt Barkley and Logan Woodside. And then all the other teams in the NFL put together their practice squad, put together their 53-man roster. Ryan Tannehill comes off the COVID list, let's say Wednesday or Thursday. Now you cut Matt Barkley. There's really nobody to swoop him up, and you can get him back on your practice squad, which is the ideal situation. So feels weird to say it, but the COVID-19 list right now could be a roster advantage for the Titans. The two coaches who were put on the COVID list, wide receiver coach Rob Moore, and then assistant on the offensive line, Jason Hoytaling. So two coaches. The Titans are around 12 to 13 people total during this time. Now, Anthony Rush 
The interior defensive lineman did come off the COVID list on Saturday, but it's going to take some time for him to get back up to speed. And then also, Craig Aukerman, the special teams coordinator, who also is the backup head coach for Mike Vrabel, came off of the COVID list as well in time to actually coach in Saturday night's game. And that was an interesting storyline to watch during the game. Uh, we saw Stryker, uh, Jason Stryker, the strength and conditioning coach for the Titans, stretch, as they like to call him, as Mike Vrabel calls him. He got to be the head coach for the Titans. He made uh, game decisions, play-calling decisions, whether to go for it on fourth down, uh, who to play in certain situations, when to take guys out, time management, calling timeouts, all that. And then Craig Ackerman, who was back, dealt with all the player communication. He talked to the players before the game, pregame, talked to them at halftime, talked to the players off on the side. And the reason that the Titans did that, rather than having Todd Downing or Shane Bowen be the head coach, is because they need Todd Downing and Shane Bowen to focus on the defense and offense right now with roster cuts ahead. They need to make sure that they're on top of their game there. So, made all the sense in the world for the Titans. Hopefully, all of these guys get off the COVID list soon. Hopefully, all of them are not impacted long-term and everyone gets healthy. But either way, that is the most up-to-date information. Again, this is going to be your Monday podcast for the podcast crowd. This will be out on Sunday, however, though, but this is going to take Monday's place. Hopefully, you do enjoy. I'll be back with you. Woo! I'm dying. I'm dying, guys. It's been a long week. I'm sweating. It's been intense. I'm glad this preseason is over, but I will be back with you guys on Tuesday to break down all of the roster news. That's going to do it for me today, though. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.